0: Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach, Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It's Strategic Planning with Mike and I as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. Mike Flanders, of course, is here with me as always talking about these things. He's the financial coach at Strategic Planning Corporation. And we're going to talk about birthdays, Mike. Everybody's got one and we got some important birthdays to go over, at least as far as retirement planning goes, but what's going on, buddy? How you doing?
0: Hey, doing good. Uh, just you and I are struggling a little bit with, uh, rough voices (laughs) due to all the
1: pollen hanging around
0: out there and dropping on us and everything. North
1: Carolina doesn't do that, does it? no, 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 no,
0: no. And, and on top of that, there may be some, uh, little play in, in here with, uh, varying weather uh, or, or or I should say temperature patterns I saw the other day I, I don't often look at um the weather stuff okay. but right. um I just happened to for oh I guess I was going to go outside and I wondered if it's really cold and you know wear a jacket. And it was going to be 58 for the high that day. I think it was around 35 at the time I was getting ready to go out. Right. And, uh, but I noticed that the forecast, which means nothing, of course, course but the forecast for the rest of the weekend into the following week was uh, bumping up about seven to nine degrees every day in temperature to where from that high of 58 on whatever day it was earlier this week, it got up to as high as 86 later in the week. But then the next week it dropped back down to 69 and was the high for one of the days there. So, I mean, you know, it's has been goofy. We
1: are all over. Well, I mean, I did some yard work last week, time we're taping this podcast. Mm. And uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday was in the upper 70s, right? And then to your point, then like two days later, the high was 58 (laughs) and the low was 30, I think it was 34 degrees this morning at the time we're taping this. Well,
0: we got frost this morning.
1: Yeah. So, well, up in North Carolina, that rainstorm we got got snow. So. Yes, yes. (laughs) Goofy. Mother Nature doesn't know what she wants. Yes, it is. Well, I know what we want. We want to talk about birthdays. Yeah. And we all got them. And sometimes as we get older, we don't want to talk about them anymore. (laughs) We just want to avoid them. But what I've got here is a few important birthdays from a planning standpoint, Mike. So things that some of the stuff people probably know, some of the stuff is pretty low level stuff, easy, easy. Easy, so to speak. Uh, mm-hmm. But some of the stuff people might find interesting and, and might not realize you need to take some action or could take some action uh, yeah, on right. some of these potential birthdays. So let's start with an easy one. Um, right. 50, I turned 50 last year. And so, congratulations! thank you, thank you. Think, you know, not necessarily, but when you, when you turn 50, <laughs> um, you get, there's a couple of things that you get well, there's several things you get, I guess, to remind you that you're 50. One of them is that AARP thing, which is, I don't know about all that. <laughs> it starts but, coming in the mail. Right? Yeah, exactly. But the other is the government says, hey, we're going to allow you to do some catch-up contributions. What do we got here?
0: Yeah, um, with your IRAs, uh, both Roth and traditional IRAs, as well as on your 401Ks or 403Bs, different things like that, qualified-type plans where you're contributing to them. You are eligible at that point to add an additional amount to the maximum contribution for the year. So like with an IRA, uh, either Roth or traditional, you've got a $6,000 cap on the amount you can add to your IRA for each calendar year. But once you're 50, that goes up to $7,000. So there's a $1,000 catch-up. The same thing applies with 401ks. I think that catch-up is $6,500. It is, um, yep. Okay, good. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I hadn't looked at that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's twenty thousand five hundred this year. Okay. Because it was
0: nineteen five and then you had the sixty five hundred dollar catch up and that gave you twenty six thousand you could put in. Then I guess it went. Yeah. So now it's twenty-seven
1: thousand total. Yeah. With the catch up. Yeah, with the catch up. And Mike, that might sound like not a lot of money when you first say it. You know, well, six grand, the extra grand, whatever. But Mm -hmm. again, if you're fifty and you're planning on retirement, your strategy, you're putting a plan together for 70, 60, excuse me. 67, like full retirement age, Hey, 17 yeah. years, if you're maxing this out, you know, 27 Adds grand or, or, or even just an extra seven grand, if you just wanted to add that extra layer that it, even mm-hmm. that extra seven grand over 17 years is hefty.
0: Yeah. It's not chicken yeah, Exactly. Feed. <laughs> and you know, the, you, I think you may have just been alluding to something that's interesting Is you know, if you are maxing out the 27,000 that you can put into the um, 401k right or 403b type plans and you don't own your own company so you can't do some other stuff there but but you could do the uh, an ira the problem is with many people uh is their income is too high to qualify for a deductible traditional ira And Mm -hmm. then there's also the possibility you might be over the limit for doing a Roth IRA contribution. But there's always what's called a backdoor Roth Mm -hmm. where you can do a non-deductible IRA contribution and then convert it to a Roth. But there are some things, there are some catches you need to be aware of. We're not getting into that today. We're talking about birthdays, good stuff.
1: Yep, that's right. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of little caveats, but definitely 50 catch-up contributions, that's the first. Okay, 55. Now, this one is pretty similar to the 59 and a half, which we're going to do next. But most people don't know about the age 55, the little thing here. So just explain the differences for us.
0: Yeah. um, At age 55, you have an opportunity to be able to withdraw money from only from your current 401k employer plan. Okay, And you can do that without the extra 10% penalty for early withdrawals which most people think of as being at age 59 and a half if right. you're aware of that sort of thing, right? right? So at 55, you can start a distribution process from your um, 401k and not have to pay the additional penalty. You do, of course, report as taxable income
1: Yeah, you still got any that.
0: money that you do take out, but you just don't pay that extra 10% penalty.
1: For yeah, that. and that caveat is, right, it's just from the job that you're just left, right? So basically, you are, if you're right. thinking about retiring early, this could be a strategy for people where they're saying, hey, I've got enough or whatever your plan says, then this could mm-hmm. be an option for you to start pulling money while you're waiting to get to Social Security as well. That's um, correct. But again, that caveat being, that you, you know, it's from the job that you just left. And of course, you know, you got to make sure you got enough money, too. That's a long way to go, 55. So, yeah. but just that's yeah. a little extra nuance that people don't realize. So that's why it can be mm-hmm. an important birthday in a retirement out, planning strategy. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, then 59 and a half, Mike. So basically, it's the same thing. It says 59 yeah. and a half is the normal one for everybody else.
0: That's right. You just can pull it out without the 10% penalty. Yep.
1: yep. No, no, big, no big mystery there, right? So yep. if you've got mm-hmm. the, uh, the qualified accounts, you can pull out without paying that penalty. Of course, you still got to pay taxes. And it's that half thing, right? It's like, what does it deal with the 59 and a half? Like, why? You know, what senator somewhere said, let's make it a half? <laughs> Very strange.
0: That's right. You never, oh, know, yeah. never know about those things. But anyway,
1: all right. Crazy so let's guy. move on to 62. Uh, okay, so again, that's pretty pretty common sense. Now we're eligible to at least, you know, consider turning on Social Security. But, of course, another conversation, and a big, long conversation can always be, is that the right time? But at least you can, for now, turn it on at 62.
0: That's right. And it's uh, you're going to have a penalty. Uh, and some people say, what do you mean a penalty? I mean, they're telling me i get getting this full amount from social security, uh-huh. but it's not the full amount you would be eligible for if you waited until your, your full retirement. They age technically for, view
1: that as a penalty, right? Reduced, um, it is benefits. a reduced amount from yeah. the
0: full retirement benefit that you get. And True. so, yeah. Uh, but, but you know, there, there are circumstances where it makes sense to do that. Hey,
1: it if you just, need it, you need it. it. That's one thing, right? That's one
0: thing. Right? right. Uh, but you know, sometimes people think, you know, I've gotten here, I've paid in, I don't know if it'll be around. I'm going to get my money while I can get my money. It's not necessarily. In fact, it's really funny. I've heard several people say that. And some years later, they said, man, I wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if, you, if you're a little creative and you, and you are willing to do some things to um, better your situation, maybe you do need the money, but maybe it's worthwhile to look at some other possibilities of work and that sort of thing to avoid it for a period of time so that you can increase the amount that you're going to get.
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely worth having the strategy conversation. You it are is. eligible to turn it on, but it's not always the right situation. Just especially if you're doing, looking at it from the standpoint of, Hey, I just want it because they owe me kind of thing. Yeah. Make sure you're yeah. talking with the planner so that you can see if it's the right strategy. There is that mulligan. There is that one time do over, but most people don't want to take advantage of it. You have what right. a year. You can say yeah. I made a mistake and redo it, but then you got to pay that money back and who wants to do that? So,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: just do it right the first uh, time.
0: I have seen some people that would start taking it, and um, before the years out, they pay the money back and they invested it during the year, earned the had the earnings on it because you don't have to pay interest on the money. Oh, sneaky, sneaky! Back.
1: Yeah, that's very yeah, clever. So
0: they'll do that. Some some people have done that.
1: That's clever, but you got to make sure you're on top of it because it's just you do. Yeah, yeah. it's just not something you probably want to mess around with. So right. uh, let's go to sixty-five, Mike. Now we can finally get Medicare.
0: Ah, uh, yes, and I did that last year. It was a lot of fun uh, signing up for that. <laughs> No, just joking. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can, you're you qualified for Medicare at that point, unless, of course, you've been disabled prior to that, and you could possibly qualify for that if you qualify for Social Security disability income. Mm-hmm. But um, Medicare, typical age, age 65, However, um, sometimes it's not a good idea to sign up for Medicare at age 65 if you're still working and you're covered under an an employer plan. Because if you sign up for Part B, you got to pay the premium, which is $170.10 a month this year. And you don't need to be doing that if you're covered under a creditable employer plan, which most of them are. So uh, you want to have that conversation. Also, another thing, you don't want to sign up for Part A. Either if you're in a plan that is called a health savings account with a high deductible health plan, because that makes you ineligible to contribute to the uh, health savings account. So you want to be careful about those things at age 65. Medicare should not necessarily be an automatic at that point. It's something, again, get some counsel. Part of strategy.
1: Yeah. And if you are turning on the mic, it's actually, you actually get to do some of this stuff a little ahead of time because it does take a little while, right? Is it like 64 and a half or something? Yeah.
0: Yeah, three months before oh, the three month months. of your birthday, okay. and then three months after the month of your birthday is your time frame to get that done without penalty.
1: Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's 65. So now let's go to FRA, full retirement age. This is going to be 66 or 67, depending on some things.
0: Yeah. Depending on the year of your birth, you are going to be either at age 66 is considered your regular full retirement benefit for Social Security. Basically, what that means is you can take the Social Security, earn as much money as you want, and there's no penalty uh, for you know having to return part of the Social Security. You don't lose anything for earning over the approximately eighteen or nineteen thousand dollar limit that you can do if you're under full retirement age. So um, that's that's one thing there. The age uh, that you qualify for full retirement age is not an even sixty six or sixty seven unless. You were born in 1954. Then it is age 66 on the nose. If you're born in 1955, it's 66 and two months. Four months for 1956. You see what's happening every year that you go beyond 60 or beyond um, 1954. You get another two months added to the full retirement age until you get out to that point at age 67, where I think what is it 1962 is and beyond is where your full retirement age is age 67 yeah i just probably said too many things there and confused (laughs) everybody so that was not a ploy to get you to call me to ask questions. <laughs>
1: there you go. Well, yes, everybody, it's different just depending on your birthday, uh, but you do want to make sure that you're you know, figuring out which one it is. And most of us hopefully have started that process along yeah. the way. But if you haven't, definitely make sure that you're talking to somebody about it. But that's why these are all important retirement planning birthdays, because little different things can happen along the way. And this is really over a good 20-year period that we're kind of covering. So there's little things to happen here and there that can make a big difference depending on how you do it within your strategy. And Mike, will go to to, uh, well, technically it's not on my list, but we'll just add it in real fast. 70 Mm. is the max on social security.
0: Exactly. So you can pick up additional monthly income benefits for delaying beyond the full retirement age. It's about 8% for every year that you delay beyond. And so at age 70, you would have a a higher benefit. And in fact, it's your maximum benefit.
1: So you got to turn it on then, right? Because we've had email questions, Mike, where people are like, uh, I'm healthy. I'm still working. I want to continue yeah. working past seventy. And it's like, well, that's great, but that doesn't change anything on Social Security. It's maxed out. That's so right. Just you turn don't earn on. any more
0: uh, benefit uh, for after after seventy. Now, if you're adding higher income years, it could change the what's called primary insurance amount for you. But the benefit level is not going to increase. Gotcha. Um, okay. Uh, you know, you're not going to get another 8% for every year <laughs> Right, you wait right.
1: You. Yeah. So, You've hit their limit. They're not giving you any more. So that's right. there you go. All right. So let's go to 72 now. It used to be another one of those lovely halves. It used to be 70 and a half, but thankfully they moved that. So it's 72 for the old RMDs.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm going to add in one for you too, a sure. 70 and a half still. We're, we're going to go back to that. In oh, a okay. 72 is the current age at which um, you are required to start taking a certain amount out. It's around three and a half percent, 3.65, I think it is, at age 72. And that percentage increases each year because what they're wanting you to do is by the end of your life expectancy, have withdrawn all the money from your IRA. So they're just making you take out a higher percentage each year that you go. You can recalculate it each year based on your new age and, and what the new life expectancy is. Um, so yeah, 72, you got to start taking that money out. If you don't, they penalize you 50% of the amount you were supposed Ouch. to take out that Ouch. you didn't take out.
1: 50, so That five, 10% zero. penalty
0: sounds not so bad now, right? Yeah, right. And you still <laughs> got to pay the taxes on it. And you got to pay taxes on it. That's Ouch. right. And by the way, you don't get to deduct those penalties. They they are additional penalties on top of the regular tax.
1: Ow, so, Let yes. go of my arm, right? I know. I
0: know. They like to. Uncle Sam likes to get hold of you and twist you.
1: Yeah. So if it was right, like a $10,000 RMD, now mm-hmm. I, I've heard that if you, I've heard that it's not like you, the day you miss it, you're they, like, you're kind of screwed, right? I've heard that right. you can kind of appeal or whatever and say, hey, look, I just, I, I got it straightened out. I, I, and sometimes there's some leniency there. But if it's clear yes. that you're not doing this, they're going to hit you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've had several people that missed it and then they, uh, just simply took it in the next year, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as soon as they were aware of it, and um, we we filed a request with the IRS to abate the penalty, and they did. Yeah, uh, right now, penalty.
1: as we get in more and more debt, that <laughs> depending on yeah, who's right. working, that could get less and less lenient. So just let's not make exactly. the mistake, right? Let's just get it right the first time. Get
0: it right. That's right. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. So well, let me go back have. to seventy nine. Oh, yeah, right oh yeah. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. because the RMDs don't start at that point anymore; they used to required minimum distribution RMD. Now at 70 and a half you actually become eligible for another distribution QCD or mm. qualified charitable distribution at 70 and a half not before not not just because you're taking money out of your IRA you can't do this I mean you can always use money you take out of an IRA to make a charitable contribution but at 70 and a half and above you can have your IRA direct a contribution directly from the the IRA to a charitable organization and you do not include that in your taxable income. Plus, once you're 72, it qualifies to as having met your required minimum distribution. Oh, nice. So if you had an RMD, going back to your uh, example a minute ago, of $10,000, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: that's your RMD for this year. And um, you say, well, I'm just going to send that to my church. $10,000 goes. You don't include that in your taxable income. You've satisfied your required minimum distribution amount. And, um, you know, so so you just have avoided taking that into income, but made a contribution that you probably would have made anyway. And um, one thing to be aware of, but this works very nicely, the way the tax law is set up right now, with such higher uh, standard deductions, you know, a lot of times people think in terms of, well, I'm making a charitable contribution. I'm going to get to deduct that as an itemized deduction of my tax return. Well, you don't, if you do a QCD, a qualified charitable distribution, you don't take the itemized deduction. It's just not a deductible amount because it didn't come into your income to be deducted from your income. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just be aware of that. But if you're over 65, which is, you're 70 and a half, then you're, Standard deduction is around twenty seven thousand eight hundred dollars this year. So there's just so many limitations on what you can take. You know, very little of your medical is allowed. Um, and you know, you probably paid down your mortgage or paid it off by this point. It's great. You don't need the deduction. And uh so you don't take the income in either.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's lots of little caveats, lots of little things that you can do. Again, that's why it's kind of strategic planning, right? That's that's kind of hence the name is and the name of the company as well, because there's so many little nuances where you can look at things. If it was something you were planning on doing, if you're charitable-minded, that's another option to maybe satisfy that as well as you know do some things from a, uh, from a planning standpoint. So it all comes down to just getting a good plan together because we have these birthday milestones, these little things that pop up, and we've got to get some of this stuff done. So you might as well do it as efficiently as possible possible. So hopefully that uh, you guys found it interesting. If you've got some questions, you need some help when it comes to important birthdays or just in general, when it comes to retirement strategy, definitely reach out to Mike before you take any action. You can always find him at spcinvesting.com. That's his website, spcinvesting.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitch, or whatever platform you like to use. Mike's been doing this for forty plus years, so if you're already a client and working with Mike, maybe share the podcast with someone who might find it beneficial as well. Mike, thanks for hanging out, my friend. I appreciate it. It's
0: been great, Mark. Thanks a lot, friend. Happy birthday, buddy.
1: Yeah, there you go. Well, it <laughs> wasn't it wasn't anytime soon. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just a, yeah. Happy birthday to you as well. Exactly. Uh, we'll That's have right. we'll have one at some point this year. We will. <laughs> Everybody does. We'll catch you next time, folks. Here on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders.